From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for January 19th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In the peanut gallery, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, and Max the Intern. We have a full house. Yay! (laughs) Everybody's well enough to be in the same room. For the first time this year, we are all healthy. So, uh... Great to see everybody all yeah, together. I've been sneezing. Yeah, you know, any of you get me sick, I've told you what I'm going to do. I will hunt you down like dogs in the night. Uh, in this week's show, we have a restaurant review from Kevin for the, for the first four of the year. He will be talking about his breakfast at Whispering Canyon at the Wilderness Lodge. Teresa Eccles has her discount segment. She asked some of our listeners to send in some of their suggestions about how they save money for their Walt Disney World Vacations, and she'll be telling us about that. Uh, Dave Parfit talked to somebody uh, <laughs> <laughs> about something. <laughs> about something. I don't actually have that in front of me. Oh, the runner guy, um, Jeff home. Galloway. Jeff, like thank you. Munich Dave. Olympics in 1972, he, or something. He was in a U.S. Olympian at the Munich Olympics in 1972. He is also the consultant for Run Disney for the Walt Disney World Marathons. Jeff Galloway. Uh, Dave Parfit has an interview. With him, no, and he actually reads Dave's emails. He writes for a magazine called Runner's World, something I didn't even know existed. <laughs> well, look at us, honey. Of course, we don't know Runner's World existed. <laughs> um, you thought so, it was about those short rugs you put in your house. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire. That was good, this, John. We missed you. <laughs> this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, I know, I just want to start off with some housekeeping. I know that uh, some of you were a little put off by the change in format last week. Um, We are still going to be segmenting up the shows, but what we're going to do now is release the news and rapid fire and the two segments that would normally make up one show. We're going to release those three segments all on Wednesday, and then whatever email, disboards, Facebook show we do will be released on Thursday. Now, this week, going to be a little different. Uh, because we, uh, many of us are going to be on the, uh, the christening of the Disney Dream. And our coverage on that will start uh, Wednesday, January 19th, when this show goes up. If you go to the homepage, wdwinfo.com, you will be able to follow our photos and Twitter and Facebook and blog and whatever else we do. Uh, all those updates, uh, you'll be able to find links to it uh, from the Diz homepage. And, uh, also on Twitter, on Facebook. It'll be everywhere. on Facebook. Yep. If you can uh, follow the Diz Facebook page, you can follow the Dreams Unlimited Travel Facebook page. I'm going to be updating that while I'm on the ship. I'm actually going to be on the ship for several days. Uh, I'm on the ship for the christening cruise, and then we're back a few days later for the earmarked cruise, which is for Disney travel agents, and then following that, the inaugural cruise. So I'm on it for like ever. Now, they're calling the earmarked cruise, which is a designation travel agents get, as the magical beginnings cruise. And I understand that's going to be pretty star-studded. There's going to be a lot of celebrities on that cruise. Really? Yep. Is Kevin going to be chasing people around the ship? Depends. <laughs> I'm here in Whoopi. Now I already met her. She'll news. 
Louis Henderson might be Whoopi Goldberg. And uh, I've got nothing to say right now uh, about this other than we should have an announcement for the December event soon. I was hoping to have it today. but Hold on to your hoop skirts. The genius is at work. So we know you guys have been uh, been, been wondering what we're going to do. How many people fit in a Waffle House? Oh, that's a nice game to play. So uh, we have that, and we have something else. And I, I don't have my script in front of me, people, so I'm, uh, I'm winging it here. I have information on uh, Podcast Cruise 3.0. Okay. I just want to let people know, if you don't know, it's a five-night sailing on the Disney Dream, June 24th, 2012. Um, we're only taking new bookings at this time into our existing group space. And once that group space is used up, we're not going to take any new bookings into the sailing. We have about 20 staterooms left. So if you want to get on this cruise, please do so. We figure after these staterooms are filled and people sort of fill in there. A lot of people who booked on board booked one person. Once we get those people to book their families back on board, we're probably going to have about 400 people on this cruise. Wow. So we tried to really cut it back, but we only cut it back a little bit. So it's still going to be a little bit crazy but yeah it's still fun, crazy but fun yeah absolutely and as soon as we know about uh the rest of 2012 we will announce the next podcast cruise the Hopefully. december the december 2012 podcast cruise correct so much activity i know there's so much going on this is a i mean just a busy we're like we're slammed mm-hmm. right now we're and so slammed next month for us is our adventures by disney trip we're going out to california with february trip we still have space on the april trip think the february trip is now locked down but uh we could still squeeze you in yeah we could if you wanted you to join us okay yeah. uh i know the, the july trip is sold out mm-hmm. uh the april trip still has some slots available that's if you want to travel with if you're thinking uh, about the february trip it's going to be an expedited process it's going to move quickly i mean it's final pain if there's no there's no deposit final payment kind of thing it's painful and come on get your airfare yeah um we still have some space on the london paris trip but not that much. What are we looking at? Three people, four people? About four or five, depending. So if you'd like to go to London and Paris and Disneyland Paris with John, Kevin, Walter, and I, uh, do that soon because uh, that's going to sell out, hopefully. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of travel this year. A lot of travel. Poor Walter doesn't know what to do. He's living out of his suitcase. Walter, so just keep your sad. undies in the bag. Just be ready to go at a moment's notice. It's kind of like when you have a baby. Just keep a bag packed. And we also, right. we, we, we also have to wish a very happy birthday to oh. our own Teresa Eccles. Yep. As a milestone birthday. 200. This year. <laughs> I got to it before John did. She's older than, <laughs> she is now officially older than Moses. Yeah. I cannot believe she was born in 1950. I know. I look good, don't I? You do. <laughs> For 61, you look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. you so this is what 61 looks like. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'm happy with it. Thank you. Seriously, though. Good. She had Max in her 40s, and that was, you know, that was a challenge. It was a challenge. <laughs> a challenge back in those days. It was. To have a, a like child that. so late in life. That would actually... Everyone pointed and stared. Yeah, it was. Seriously, though, it's. 50 is not what it used to be. Remember your mother at 50? or I mean, you know, 
No, you're right. You're totally right about that. I look back at my grandmother at 50, and she looked like she was old. old. They say 50 is a new 49. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel much I was thinking the new 30. (laughs) Now, Teresa, you look fabulous. Thank you. Happy birthday, For any age, but especially for 50. You do not look... I don't feel fat at all. We were checking her close. forehead for wrinkles. She doesn't have one. She does. No, she's yeah. got great skin. I don't she's either. got every time I get one. And let me tell in. you, Miss Miss <laughs> Teresa has been losing weight, and she's got she's rocking some new clothes. She's rocking a new hairdo. Well, it's old clothes are just fit now. <laughs> she's got some. She's rocking the makeup. She's looking. Yeah. She's looking fantastic. Fourteen pounds and counting. Good for you. So. I know. Is this a midlife crisis? No, it's a midlife wake up. I want to be there for my kids and be in better health. That's awesome. Yep. Plus, I'm going to Europe. <laughs> yeah, there's that. She's got to get some. She's got to get some cool European clothes. Interestingly, the whole process started like right around the time I told her she was going to Europe. Gonna meet some wealthy European man she's over there. It's my kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> the plan. That's the plan. Look out, Calvin. Bye, Calvin. I'm going to Europe. We actually went in stores in Europe and looked at European clothes. They're scary. Are they? Yeah, they're this. Big. Always thinking like National Lampoon's. Vacation, European vacation, <laughs> when they all went shopping and they come out looking like the leader hosen. <laughs> <laughs> the characters from Wizard of Oz, you know. Now I'm just happy to be here, happy to be still moving. Cool. Cool. Well, happy birthday, dear. Thank you. All right. Anything else for housekeeping? We got a package today. Um, John and Kevin walked in with it. I actually thought it was a gift for my birthday, but it turns out it's for everybody. A big basket from Virginia. The state of Virginia, not the person. <laughs> From Malvin and Katie Carroll. Um, Let me just tell a quick story. Okay. Katie um, had sent me an email a while back about getting together for dinner. We had never met Katie and her husband, Malvin, before. And she said, would you go to dinner with us? And we agreed. We thought that would sounded great. And John got sick, so we had to cancel. And when the the... the Things aligned this morning. Katie and Malvin are staying at the Wilderness Lodge, and we had to go there to check in for the cruise, and we just happened to be able to run into them, and they joined us for our restaurant review at the Whispering Canyon Cafe. So it was for not a lot of pre-planning on this. Everything came together this morning. Awesome. Well, it's a beautiful basket of uh, biscuit mix and Virginia ham. It's all sort of Virginia-based yeah. stuff. She Peanut did tell candy. us that the place where she lives is famous for building aircraft carriers, and she could not fit one of those in the basket. Mm. Oh, by the way, Katie is Miss the World on the boards. Well, thank you, Katie and Melvin. That's very, very nice. Very nice. Oh, her husband's I'd be a bit goofy. Isn't <laughs> that cute? Malvin. Malvin actually looks like Mr. Big from Sex is it in the City. Malvin Ooh. or Melvin? Malvin. Malvin. Mr. Big. He does. He looks like Chris Noth. Noth. Cool. Whatever. Tomato, yeah. tomato. All right. He's Mr. Big on Sex in the City is all I know. <laughs> Anything else for housekeeping? Going once, going twice. Over to Johnny with the news. Uh, first story is there was a fire at Walt Disney World. Last week, we reported that a fire shut down Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls at Universal's Islands of Adventure. So that would not be Walt Disney World. We talked about wow. this last and we week. we talked about this last week. Well, last week. Well, hold on. Listen to the story. More to the story. Last week, we talked about that. Last Wednesday, January 12th, a small fire broke out at Walt Disney World's Enchanted Tiki Room, forcing guests to evacuate the popular show. Popular Did- was in quotes. <laughs> oh, stop. It's very popular. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disney officials said the call came in about 5.30 p.m. 
and the fire. Which Are started, there fast passes for tiki birds? Which started in the attic of the attraction. Up where the birds are. Located in the Adventureland area of the Magic Kingdom. The hopefully Iago burned. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I didn't realize there was an attic. Guests were quickly evacuated from the area, and the enchanted tiki room remains closed at this time. A Reedy Creek Fire Department spokesman said firefighters were able to stop the fire from spreading beyond the attic. Well, the attic is where they keep Lillian. Walt's under the castle, Lillian's in the attic of the tiki room. And the building's sprinkler systems went off, helping to extinguish the fire. No one was injured, and the tiki room was the only attraction that had to be closed. There's some speculation on our boards as to whether they'll take out the under new management portion of it, because apparently that's actually what was damaged. When they read, Good. Have, it should go back to being the original. They never should have changed it in the first place. And then there's also some speculation, Will, because it's not really a popular attraction. Well, they made it bad. Well, they what they're saying is, do you think they will go to the expense of repairing it, or will they close it down and replace it with something else? They were oh, also saying not. you would have. I think you'd really have. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a that that's a legendary Walt Disney. Right. Attraction. I mean, I don't know. And what will happen is those same 12 people who protested Mr. Toad will come out with their signs and nothing else will happen. I can't believe you guys don't like the Tiki Room. Oh, I, I do. Can. I do like it. I just don't. I, I like I like uh, the original. I don't like the new one. Because of Yago and, and the other He's bird. the most yeah. annoying bird in the whole world. It's Gilbert Gottfried, yeah. for God's sakes. They should, hand out, they should hand out shotguns as you walk in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It should be hunting season. And then it should Polynesia, be. who comes down out of this. Oh, I like Polynesia. She comes up out of the floor. Well, one, I think she was damaged also. Oh, no. Well, they were saying, too, that they should rework where the entrance is, because a lot of times people can't find where the entrance is for that attraction. Well, it's like Alfred Woodard doing the voice for her or something, isn't it? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. But I do like Alfred Woodard. I love Alfred Woodard. I just don't like her in the tiki room. <laughs> Guys are rough. Really? But it's a popular attraction. Quote, unquote. Toy Story 3 wins at the Golden Globes. Yay. Yay. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association has named Toy Story 3 the best animated feature film of 2010. In other words, Disney was the one that paid them the most. There's actually some interesting information here. This is why I wanted to include it. Um... The award for Toy Story 3 is an indication that the film has prospects for Oscar night. Not only is it uh, going to win in the animated film category at the Academy Awards, but there's a big push by Disney and Pixar for the film to land a nomination for Best Picture. That's pretty impressive. As well it should. Well, what, they nominate like 25 now, don't they? They do. Pixar has won. 10. 10. Pixar has won the Best Animated Film Feature Award every time since the category was instituted at the Golden Globes. The winners in the category have been Cars, Ratatouille, Wall-E, Up, and Toy Story 3. I think that's pretty impressive. It is. It's amazing. Really. Speaks to John Lasseter. Absolutely. And his talent. Absolutely. They just keep doing... So you think he could win Best Picture in the Oscars? No. No. Not a chance. Why? Because the social network? And I'll tell you something. Social network should win. I just watched that movie. Amazing film. Oh, really? Amazing I film. I didn't care for that movie. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I Looking thought the story was good. I thought with it being so dark in the movie, that drove me crazy. Mm. I loved it. I, I love Aaron Sorkin. I thought Aaron Sorkin's a... You mean it's better than animated toys being sad? Or mean? 
different. It's different. But I, I think cried. I think if you're asking me, if you're asking me what I think has a better chance of winning the Oscar for Best Picture, it's not going to be an animated film. It's just not. Not going to be Tangled. No, and it's not going to be Kung Fu Panda, Toy Story Three. Oh. So there is going to be a Kung Fu Panda too. But I heard. Panda. Should we uh, should we include in this week's news the uh, information on the new Fantasyland expansion? We should. Let me do my last story, and then you can All right. go to that. Uh, and this story makes me sad that we're going to be out of town the next couple of days. The Polar Plunge at Aquatica is going on. The second ever Polar Plunge at Aquatica, SeaWorld's Orlando, Orla- SeaWorld Orlando's Water Park, will take place Saturday, January 22nd. All proceeds benefit Special Olympics. Aquatica's Cutback Cove wave pool is chilled down for the fundraiser. Uh, if you have $50, you can get into the park for the festivities, but gifts and incentives come to those who reach higher money values, honey mo- h- higher money levels. I had a rough time on that one. Yeah, really. Um, must be at least 15 years old. The last Polar Plunge attracted 250 participants. Registration is at 9.30 a.m. and the plunge is at 11 a.m. They're going to chill the water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, it's hard to get a Polar Plunge in 75 degree weather. Will there be they actual had polar had bears? Ago. That'd be cool. Yeah. So wait a minute. <laughs> it, I'd actually pay. It costs $50 to get in, but if you pay more, it's you get mini- gifts? No, it's a minimum so fundraiser yes. of $50. You have to raise at least $50 to participate mm-hmm. in the Polar Plunge. Okay. Will you give me $2 if I jump in the cold water? That kind of fundraising. Yeah. Right. right. And okay. then if that was more, a rhetorical question, by okay. the way. And if you raise more, you can then go and win other prizes and things. It's for a great cause. Yeah, it's just so- I find it amusing that 250 people go and... But it's very cool. Walter, didn't you do that? Very cool. Him and Max did the thingy thingy. At At Gaylord. Polar Bear Club at Ice. Uh, They do these events all over the country. Um, Last year, I supported one of our listeners who did the Polar Bear Plunge in Michigan, I think it was. Okay, we're talking. Where it's really cold. (laughs) And this, it also raises money for like a local Down Syndrome Association or Special Olympics, whatever you choose. Um, So... I think it's a great way for them to raise money. It's fun to go and watch people freeze their behinds off, you know. All the shrinkage. <laughs> what did you say? Shrinkage. shrinkage. All the shrinkage. She's been watching too much Seinfeld. Times <laughs> 50, she um, comes body. But, you know, also right now, if you guys shop at Publix, you have an opportunity to donate to the Special Olympics yes. at the checkout. Um, I always do this time of year. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm usually Ferris is with me. Lady asked me if I want to make a donation. I said, yes, I do. I said, I hope he's a Special Olympic athlete one day. They put all, <laughs> yeah. Is it balloons by you, or they put the balloons up in the window? Yeah, it's you know they tear off the little card from the coupons yeah, and write and your name, and whatever name you want on there. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's it for my news stories, and we have a late. Yeah, just late before break. we uh, just before we started recording, uh, we got some information uh, we saw actually on the Disney Parks blog about uh, some details, some more details about the Fantasyland expansion. Um, I'm not going to read this. We'll link to it so you can check it out if you haven't already. Um, but uh, we had, when we had done, back in July, when we had done the, Advent, uh, the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic Tour, and we went through uh, uh, Imagineering, and they had the mock-up of the Fantasyland expansion, and we saw all those circus tents. Uh, we now know that that is actually, you know, that was accurate, that this is all a part of it. Uh, the Storybook Circus, uh, they're going to be adding uh, another carousel. Um, Are they still doing the Double Dumbo ride? Yes, the Double Dumbo ride. 
and uh, you can step inside the big top for fun-filled interactive experiences. Um, the Barnstormer is getting a new look, and uh, so that's that's good. Uh, There's also going to be a new Snow White-based attraction called the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Shouldn't it be the Seven Little People? That's replacing something that that wasn't on the original plan, was it? They brought that in later. The mine. Train I didn't get a chance to look at the original plans. Oh well. I know it was different. I read somewhere where it was something different. There's going to be Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Um, so that's a that's a ride through. Uh, Beast Castle is is going in. Uh, Princess Fairy Tale Hall. To be our guest restaurant. Hmm. Seats 550 guests for fast uh, for great fast food service by day and a full table service dining experience in the evening. That sounds cool. And then you've got Bell's yeah. Village, including Gaston's Tavern and Bonjour Village Gifts. Uh, at Bell's Cottage, a magic mirror is the doorway to a captivating new experience where Belle Lumiere and guests participate in a lively retelling of the tale as old as time. And I said I wasn't going to read it, and here I am reading it. Sounds <laughs> like uh, a lot of stuff, though. They're, they're doing quite a bit of stuff. This is the largest expansion in, in Magic Kingdom's history. So, I mean, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. So they've got a lot uh, a, a lot coming out. Like I said, we'll, we'll have a link to this in the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. If you have not seen it already, uh, you can head out to the Disney Parks blog and check it out. I'm sure Dave Parfit is working on getting it up on our blog as we speak. But uh, just in case. I'm excited about the all the new things. I just don't like the way the Magic Kingdom looks. I'm, I'm kind of... It's it's rough to see so much of the Magic Kingdom under construction right now, but when I look at these these renderings, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. When I do done. too. I'm so I think it's going it. to be worth it. I really do. It's just the the cranky part of me says, you know, it's that waiting period. It's that period yeah. where the Magic Kingdom doesn't look its best. Exactly, exactly. But you know, it's uh, it's um, I'm glad they're doing this. I'm glad they're investing money in this. You know, they're not investing money in a lot of things right now, so. I'm glad to see them doing this at least. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for the news. Thank you, John. All right. We're going to move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? I will. Over here. Go ahead, birthday girl. My birthday. Um, the schedule for Mardi Gras concert at Universal has been... That was mine, too. I could go on to another one. Oh, look there. at you boys. <laughs> I have three. You can pick another one if you don't have you can one. You do it. Okay. Give me uh, one of your other ones, though. Okay. Saturday, oh, I won't give you the dates. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. B-52s. I'm going to be there for that Oh, I like them. Casey and the Sunshine Band. They're always Bowl. there. Leonard Skinner. <gasps> oh! Oh! Not with the real singer. <gasps> Neon Trees. Anybody up for that one? I um, met Casey in an elevator. 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> one Republic. Blake Shelton. Sean Kingston. Neo. <sighs> Lifehouse and the Beach Boys. I thought they were all dead. The Who's... Beach Boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's one left. One cranky. The one who just boy. lied in bed. <laughs> like the Beach Boys. Oh, that's right. But is he actually? It's like the righteous brother. I don't think Brian actually tours with him though. It's, I think it's just no. Brian. He doesn't have anything to do with it any longer. Yeah. I only liked it when John Stamos played with them. Oh Lord! <laughs> the brief moment he was a drummer. Anyway, I thought that was cool. Yeah, these concerts happen right after the parade, mm-hmm. um, anywhere from eight thirty to nine thirty, depending on the date. And that area is so packed. We yeah. were there for Pat Benatar year before last, I think. 
And it was like you couldn't, if you had a child with you, you lost them unless you were holding onto their hand. The B-52s are a fun concert. Oh, my yeah. gosh, definitely. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see Leonard Skinner. Heart I, brings a, a lot of people, too. Last and One Republic. I like them. Is Heart there this no. year? No. Which is weird, because like, they're always they're there. They're always there, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only band that's like always, always there is KC and the Sunshine Band. He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, really. KC. Right. Well, thank you, Teresa. Jules. Via John, who was so nice and sent me a rapid fire last night. Disney's fairy tale weddings. They're having a bridal showcase this year. It's going to be March 18th through the 20th. It'll take place at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. You'll be able to check in on site uh, at the Grand Floridian Convention Center on Friday, March 18th between 1 and 5, and on Saturday, March 19th between 8 and 5. That's going to be a bridal showcase, which is $25. You get admission, a question and answer session with the wedding experts. There will be planning booths that you can visit, site tours of some of the most popular ceremony and reception venues. And then also you'll get to see uh, the Alfred Angelo collection of wedding dresses. It'll be one-on-one appointments. These are the Disney wedding dresses. And there will also be a special appearance by Michael Chattel who is the designer of these Alfred Angelo Disney's fairytale wedding dresses. There will also be a bridal showcase plus celebrity luncheon where you can get all of the previously mentioned bridal showcase things. Plus, (laughs) for $75, you get to meet Carly Roney, who is the editor-in-chief of The Knot, which, as most brides and bride-to-be know, that The Knot is like the place to go. You can set up like a how many days till my wedding kind of thing and do all sorts of pre-wedding um, lists and just whatever, thenot.com. And then also David Tutera, who is a celebrity wedding planner, will be there as well, which is kind of cool. And then there will be an Epcot dessert party, which is $35 on Saturday, March 19th at 7.45. They will provide transportation over to Epcot from the Grand Floridian Convention Center. Admission to Epcot. You'll see illuminations, you have a private viewing area, and then there will also be a a rehearsal dinner or reception venue that they can see, which is also during illuminations. They'll probably set up the Millennium Village, the yeah. Millennium Village. To, to, so I'm assuming that like, you could have, like for your wedding, you could have your reception while illuminations was going on. Oh, it sounded more to, to me like it was a sample of what a reception could be. Okay, like maybe so. an example of what we yeah. serve and things like that. The prices so, aren't bad. Not no, bad at not all. At all. I, I wish I was getting married. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I can just go and pretend. It's a big thing, though. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a big huge, deal. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people there. They'll make a lot of money on it, and a lot of women will be able to you know, better be better informed about making decisions on their Disney wedding. Because it's a lot of decisions to make. Yes. You come to that kind of a... And when it's this kind of money that you're spending, yeah. you want to be well-informed. Yeah. Absolutely. These so, are not inexpensive. I weddings. hope that people choose to go and have a good time. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. Corey Patrick. I had the Monday Girl concert schedule, so mm-hmm. rewind the yeah. show if yeah. you want to hear it again from Teresa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Slacker. Kevin Close. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was loud. I'm sorry. It was. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like the evil witch from like uh, the witchy poop. Cartoon. No, it was witchy poop. Okay. Oh, that was after hairpins. <laughs> Coco Keys having a special rates as low as ninety nine dollars, and you receive thirty five to fifty percent off your reservation. Book now through March 
15th, 2011. Travel now through December 17th, 2011. Stay four nights. And something happens. Zero to 30 days. <laughs> it's tiny print. Yeah, it is tiny print. 30, uh, up to 30 days in advance and receive 35% off your entire stay. Stay four nights, 31 to 90 days in advance and receive 40. This is like. It's too much fast, math. How fast is the train going at the end? Yeah, really? <laughs> You save money. The, the further out you book, the more you save. Right. Thank you. So, that's yeah, and so I had, much. There were like seven more I had a, a family book the other day, and they're staying, I believe, five nights for $222. Wow. Because they booked far enough in advance. Your, the offer is only valid on new bookings. It is. And there are blackout dates. Thank you, Teresa. But, but uh, and just full disclosure, we do have a financial relationship with Coco Key. And uh, Teresa actually handles... Those off-property, Teresa and Walter uh, handle yeah. those off-property reservations. So, but that's a deal. I mean, you book that. You're working with. What's the prevent you're from with canceling T. their reservation and rebooking if it's only available for to new bookings? Well, thanks for giving them that idea. Well, yeah, right. uh, more work for us. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> well, I'm going to be on the lookout for those people. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Send those to Corey. <laughs> really? Cancel, right. rebook. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin. John. Um, late breaking news: We just had confirmation that the. Uh, godmother of the Disney dream is going to be Jennifer Hudson. Woohoo. We all think it's kind of an odd choice. I don't. I hope she sings. You don't think it's an odd choice? I think she's fabulous. Yeah, I do too. What, what's her major connection to Disney? She was a Disney cast member on the cruise ship. And she was a dream girl. Yeah, but dream girls wasn't a Disney movie. Okay, I'm making stuff up. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I, and she in an animated movie? I don't I know. Think she's, I think she's, uh, she's a hot A-list celebrity. Um, She's also someone who has triumphed over a lot of tragedy. Yeah, especially um, this past year. And extreme weight loss, having a new baby, and has come through that with, you know, just shining. And maybe that's what they want. Is she going to sing that I'm not going song? She's going to sing to the ship. You ain't going. Um, (laughs) My thought process would be, aren't you going to pick someone who's more in the Disney theater in the Disney cavalcade of stars. That's what I would think you would pick. Like you were hoping stars. it would be Jody okay. Benson. Just go ahead and say it. I thought it would be Miley dancing on the pole. Oh, my. Holy Christmas. <laughs> okay. You, you think of someone like Julie Andrews or someone right. Well, iconic. she actually can. She's the godmother of, I think, a Norwegian cruise line. But How dare lines. her? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, someone more iconic. I Is guess. Mickey Rooney still alive? Godmother. Oh, God They'll mother. crash him into the power of the ship. <laughs> the godfather of the ship just has connotations. Really? Yeah, really. I'm going to give you a cruise you can't refuse. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John. Kathy, what do you have? I have. I got this from one of our listeners who works in transportation, that one of the boats, the Mermaid One, is out of service on the Fort Wilderness Green Route. The boat will be out of service until at least April or the end of April. And people should allow more time than usual giving given the guest load capability has been reduced by 36%. ECVs will also be largely affected because there will only be one ECV-capable boat on the green route, so that if you miss it, um, it'll be another 30 minutes before that same boat is back. So just allow a little bit of extra time if you're using the green route with the boats. Okay. That falls under the most obscure. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> obscure and specific. Well, Mermaid one, thirty six percent decrease yes. green route. And if I've lived here a long time and I didn't know there was a green route. <laughs> and if That's you have good an though. ECV, 
that's important to you. Mm-hmm. It is. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Walter. Don't say you had Mardi Gras, too. <clears throat> no, he didn't. <laughs> Since it was a new year, and he's milk. sitting in the dog, 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 let him. dog bed. Say <laughs> <laughs> what? We are sitting in the, the dog. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting in the dog's bed. <laughs> Got to do what you guts to do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about velvet sessions, the last and we were the last Thursday of each month, except for November and December. The lobby of the Hard Rock Hotel is transformed into an intimate, high-energy entertainment venue for Velvet Sessions. The event features a different band each month and includes complimentary cocktails, a limited selection, butler-served hors d'oeuvres, and a warm-up band starting at 6.30. At 8.30, the feature band starts. There's going to be a cash bar, and you can take advantage of the complimentary valet parking. Um, the prices this month is going to be for the Little, Little River Band 35th anniversary tour. The prices are $29 online, 35 at the door. VIP is going to be $50. Um, it, the cover charge is uh, subject to change depending on which band is there. If you buy your tickets online, you can get in at 6 p.m. along with free specialty drinks. The VIP um, ticket gives you a special viewing area with private bar, with a private bar serving specialty drinks. They've also got a yearly pass you can buy now for that. that. Two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, two fifty for the year. Which is cool about though, you can tra- not. You don't have to use it if you don't want to use it. You can let someone else use it. Oh, oh so it's cool. transferable. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Has anyone ever been to one of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've been to it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. Not in a while. It was but nice though. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you want to go see the Little River Band thirty fifth anniversary tour? No. <laughs> Take it easy on me. All their good songs. Yeah. <laughs> You put it You're on your own wow. at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we wrap up this uh, this part of the show, uh, I do want to talk to everybody about the power of 10. Uh, Give Kids the World $1 million challenge that we are participating in. Uh, for those who do not know what that is, uh, Give Kids the World is this great place here in Orlando or in uh, Kissimmee, actually. That is, uh, it was created specifically as a place for children with life-threatening illnesses and their families to come and stay uh, if they uh, make a wish to an organization like Make-A-Wish and that they want to go to Disney World. And it's an amazing, amazing, amazing organization to see what goes on there, which is blow your mind. Uh, the website is Power of 10 and 10 is one zero. Power of 10.us. And what we're looking for here is 10,000 people who are willing to commit to asking 10 friends to donate $10. And that would give us $1 million for Give Kids the World. That's what we're trying to accomplish. We just passed the $5,000 mark, so we got a ways to go. However, but that's $5,000. Yes, right. that's two excellent. Weeks. In two weeks. That's yeah. pretty impressive. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's just on one of the... And avenues, this is, right? That's not the call-in? No, that's, that's everything. The, that's, that's everything, everything. yeah. Okay. Um, that doesn't include anything that um, our listeners have done or our, our Disboard's guests have done. This is strictly what people are doing through our website. Right. So that's just going to grow. And that's the whole idea is that we plant the seed and have people run with it. And there are discussion boards on that website, ideas about how you can help out. Uh, we, we really need everybody to help out with this. Uh, we have videos on the site explaining what it is. Explaining what Give Kids the World is, we have some events coming up uh, this year that we'll hopefully be able to re- uh, announce in the next couple of weeks uh, as, as part of this initiative. 
So uh, go check it out, powerof10.us. And again, 10 is 10, powerof10.us. And uh, you can also, one quick way, if you want to do it right now, if you're holding your cell phone, if your cell phone is nearby, text the word DIZ, G-K-T-W, DIZ, Give Kids the World, to 50555. And that will automatically send $10 directly to Give Kids the World. Easiest way to donate. Uh, we also have a first a page on firstgiving.com. Uh, uh, all of that money, with the exception of a certain percentage that goes as a processing fee to first giving, but all that money goes directly to Give Kids the World. None of this money is coming to us or any third party. There's no middleman. There's no nothing. We're trying to just raise as much money as we can uh, for Give Kids the World. Uh, everybody who's listening to this show, or most everybody who's listening to this show, knows what how magical and how amazing a Disney vacation can be and, and think about what we can do in helping uh, these kids uh, to experience that. These are the, these are the people who need it the most. And so it's power of 10 dot us, uh, the give kids the world, $1 million challenge. Please, please, please help us out. Sign up for the forums, uh, ask your friends to donate uh, anything you can think of to do to help. We're, we're open to your ideas. And for those of you um, that are having challenges convincing your family or friends or coworkers about this, we're going to work on getting some printed material up that you can print from the website uh, so maybe you can hand stuff out so you're not just you know, having to talk about this and uh, convince them. And if that, that doesn't work, make them feel terribly guilty. <laughs> just guilt trip the heck out of them and you know, call them bad people for not donating. So, all right, that will do it for this part of the show. Uh, coming up... In future segments this week, Kevin Close's review of Whispering Canyon Cafe, Teresa Eccles' discount segment, Dave Parfitt's interview with Jeff Galloway, uh, and, of course, uh, our report on the Disney Dream all coming up this week. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great one, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.